everybody, it's Dr. Rick. Hey, hope everybody's getting a great start. I actually started uh, my week on yesterday, setting up everything. Uh, but I hope again that you've gotten everything off to a great start. Today is Monday, uh, so that means it's Money Monday, and we are going to talk today about. Uh, we're going to talk about multiple streams of income and how you can create revenue online. So I'm going to give you the top 10 uh, revenue stream ways to make revenue. And I do these top 10 because these are ways that I have done it multiple times in my life. And they are viable. They are what's going to happen. They are replicable, meaning that you can reduce it over and over again. They are proven. They've been there for a long time. They're not going anywhere. They have the best strategies that you have a way to do that. And so what I'm going to do is, first and foremost, I want to quickly define the word business. Uh, what is a business? Because you hear, I want to start um Hopefully the video still isn't choppy. Um, I'm showing a strong signal on my end. If anyone else is seeing that the video is choppy, please chime in. Uh, but what I want to do is first, before I start talking about these 10 uh, ways that you can make money online right now uh, to create multiple streams of income, to hedge your primary source of income, or to completely shift directions and trajectories in what you want to do. Uh, it's all up to you. Before I do, I want to quickly define uh, what a business is. A company is just the name that you name your business and the structure of how you're going to operate that business. And I think sometimes we get those confused and we complicate the matter. I want to simplify the idea of a business. A business is simply the mechanism through which you provide a solution or meet a need for someone uh, who will pay you for your services. So in essence, a business is your ability to solve someone's problem and meet their need. I'm I'm in the problem solving business more than the need or the desire business. Every now and then I'll get involved in something that's driven by desire because desire shift, desire shift. Uh, people de uh, demand things on desires and then the next hot thing comes out and this thing is no longer hot. So it's not desired anymore. So unless it's Air Force Ones, Michael Jordans or some high level thing, it's the next thing up. And just keeping up with that is way too much. I like to find things that are solid that uh, I can hang my hat on, create consistent and steady income and move forward in that way. Uh, but basically, here's how you go about establishing a business. Number one, find a problem that needs solving. Ask yourself, does your skill set or experience allow you to solve that problem? Uh, whatever the problem is, something simple, something grand, something uh, extraordinary, what you're looking for is a problem. People will pay to have that problem solved. And that's the thing you need to understand. It's about finding a problem. One of the biggest mistakes that I see with people who are trying to start start businesses is they have a great idea about something they think is absolutely fantastic. And from where they're sitting, it is. It may be absolutely fantastic for them. 
Here's the problem. When you create something because you think it's going to be great, you're left with the challenge of finding your target audience after the fact and convincing them of what you have. However, when you identify a target audience that has a problem or a massive need that you have the capacity to meet, you already have your audience. You simply have to create the solution and you then have to present the solution in a manner in which they believe it solves their problem. And then when you do get the opportunity by them hiring you, paying you, buying your service or your product, you want to make sure it delivers on the front end and you want to keep the customer service and the quality of engagement and the quality of the experience up because the first thing is solving the problem. The second thing is the quality at which it is done, the quality of the product or service, the quality of the experience. Customer experience is real huge right now. That's one thing the Internet did and social media did is it created a higher level of customer awareness. Customers are now more educated. So they're expecting an experience. They don't just want the end result. They want to enjoy the process. And so they want to be able to know when they call, they can get you. When they email you, they can get you. Uh, they want to know that it does this and they want to enjoy the experience. So you have to create the experience and the solution, but it's doable. It's all conceivable. It's about concept. And that's the first thing we do concept before structure. Everybody's talking about LLCs and C corps and S corps and all these different structures and everything like this. And you don't even have the concept. The concept will give you an idea of how to focus. Uh, how to move and how to structure your business so that you can operate it, but you have to first come with the concept. So then you have the problem solved, the quality, and then here's where it comes in. Every person on this planet is unique. Every person has a unique personality, a unique temperament, a unique way of moving. No matter what your 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 your, your shared backgrounds, you're going to have a uniqueness about you. It is that uniqueness that stand causes you to stand out. It sets you apart. We work so heavily and so uh, determinately to be like everybody else that we lose our capacity to be valuable to the world because everybody is a replica or a carbon copy of another person. Be yourself because it's in the uniqueness of yourself that you create an experience that people can only get with you. People may know or uh, practice some of the same disciplines I practice when I work with my clients, but they don't have the same emphatic. I'm, I'm an empath. I'm an empath and I'm a person who views things. I have an innate ability to view things through the lens of the person I'm dealing with. So I feel where you're coming from. I'm not coming from a I'm never coming from a judgmental perspective. I'm never coming from a platform of perfection. I'm always coming from, hey, I see where you're at. Let's go where you want to be. And I know how to get you there. Well, that unique experience and the way that I do it, the way I talk to my clients, the way I, 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 I communicate with my clients is unique to me because it's my personality. And you can build that brand and that culture around uh, something as big as you want to build it. And that that's the uniqueness. Why is it so important to get that? Because the moment that you have that uniqueness, anybody that wants that experience has to come to you to get it. At that moment, you write your check. Whatever the number is, if you want to work with me, this is what it's going to cost you because you can go anywhere you want to. And yes, you can get it cheaper, but you don't get me. You don't get what I produce. You might get a replica of it. You may get something similar to it, but you don't get that. Now, if you're OK with that, that's good. But I'm looking for the people who are looking for me. 
And you have to have that ability to understand that because you can't, you're never going to convince everybody to come to you, you. And that's not your job. Your job is to focus on what your target audience. So I just wanted to kind of give you a brief definition of what a business is. So then there are so many different ways to reach people on business. So I'm going to tell you a little story, then I'm going to give you these. Um, and I've had a blessed life. Uh, when I say blessed, I want to be very clear in here. It wasn't some favor that God throwed on me and just said, because I like you, I'm going to give you this. Uh, it was because of me understanding the power of faith and aligning myself with God's purpose for my life and really pursuing things and believing that I could have them that allowed me to achieve them. It was hard work. It was consistency. There were setbacks. There were delays. There were frustrations and disappointments. But it was the persistence and the resilience and the focus and the commitment that produced these things. Well, back in the day, some some years ago, I mean, I had it going on, did international relocations. I expatriated and repatriated high level executives for com com uh, different companies. I mean, companies like Flora Daniels, EDS, Nortel, uh, Unical. Uh, I expatriated. Uh, well, I repatriated the the longtime uh, conductor of the Houston Symphony back to France once he retired. Uh, I did that. And, 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 and the biggest thing I probably remember is I'm the one that repatriated all of the Enron execs when the company collapsed. Uh, they actually brought me, brought me in and I did that. And that was a large undertaking because they had executives all over the place. And I was the one responsible for bringing them home and getting them set up and giving them their severance packages. And I did that. I had a luxury car leasing business. I had a moving company. I had, now I can go on, on and on. Uh, like I said, I've uh, done a lot of that. I've written, I don't know how many books, everybody knows that. But what happened is during the, uh, the buildup of the recession, some poor decisions, uh, a little arrogance, you know, things are just going, I can't go wrong, not really, really, truly paying attention, not uh, respecting the game, so to speak. And I took a heavy hit and I got knocked down. And when I got ready to get started again, I was convinced that the Internet was going to be the way that I was going to reestablish and rebuild my business and start because I was basically starting from scratch. I mean, I took major hits um, and lost a lot, you know, and that's why I tell people, look. Don't it, 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 and the beautiful thing about it is once you've done it, you know you can do it. But that first time around, you got to understand and believe too. But anyway, I said I like to say when I decided to start off, I decided, hey, this internet is something. You got to remember when this is happening; it's in its infancy, so to speak. The internet's been around for a while, but social media is just jumping. And so I'm going like, hey, that's a way to promote. That's a way to actually do research and understand what people are thinking. And that's how you that's how you're being studied on the Internet right now. Everything you post is telling some company, some entity, something about you. And they're studying it. I literally download all of my interactions in, in on, on every place. I have multiple Facebook pages for multiple businesses and I have my personal profile. I download them all. And I categorize them and I save the data because I can use it as research. I can study different uh, groups. I can study what's going on in communities. I can study violence, but I can also study business revenue and all that. And that's what they're doing to you. And they're doing it on a grander scale because they have more resources to do it. But I realized, hey, man, this is a place to do this at. So I started. And when I started, I started from scratch. So I had to start building some things. And a lot of the, every last one of these things that I'm going to read you aren't the only things you can do, but these are things that I've done 
personally so i know they work and you can actually get out there with little to no startup capital and start doing it so i'm going to start giving you uh these top 10 i'm gonna give you a bonus i'm gonna give you 11 uh and there are more but i'm gonna give you 11 i think that's enough to start with number one blogging people don't understand that there's still money in blogging yes we're in an age where everybody's watching videos but i'm telling you written content still has power number one is it's still a driving force in how google uh ranks and uh power ranks its pages for searches uh it it, it provides information and reading words are always going to be there in the in written form is going to always be a way to descriptively give and blog, people still read blogs. People still go and research blogs. It's going to be received. If it's well written and it's written in a professional co uh, context, it's going to be received more, uh, more in a, it's going to be given more of an authoritative uh, uh, weight than the video. It just does. Uh, if you can write well, you're going to get more respect for what you wrote than what you said in a video. You simply will. Uh, but you actually, now here's how you make money on a blog. Number of different ways. If you have a blog and you're driving people to your blog, people are actually reading your blog and your numbers are going up. You got several ways. You can do Google ads. Google ad. Google will actually place ads of other businesses on your site automatically. You just have to put some code in real easy, real simple, and you will get paid as people click on those ads. Uh, you can also do sponsorships where people will come and pay you to place their ads directly. You can do collaborations. You can promote and sell your own products, promote and sell other people's products all on your blog. You can monetize it uh, that way. Uh, you can complete online surveys. Now, this one is tedious, but this is one of the ones I did right off the bat. And I'm going to tell you, it's tedious doing online survey after online survey, answering questions and all of that stuff. It becomes tedious, but it's a way of generating revenue, especially for someone who may need to get started and don't, you don't have anything coming in. That's a way to do it because there's plenty of surveys for you to take. Uh, become a web designer. Now this and, and he was a web designer. I'm telling you, one of the things that's happening right now is with technology. We are in a place where people are going through the need of reskilling. What is reskilling? Reskilling is developing a new skill that you didn't have because the old skill has become obsolete because of technology. And we're going to see a lot of that with the rise of AI, with the rise of certain technologies. Man, we've got this thing down now to where you got 18 wheelers on the road with nobody behind them. One thing that I always thought would be there is becoming obsolete the only thing is now that truck needs someone to dock it when they get that docking down it's going to be automatic and it's going to be a lot of that going on um it's amazing and sort of scary when you think about it of some of the things that are going on but what it's done is it's created a need for reskilling and i'm going to be talking about over the course of the week some of the things that you can reskill one of the things you can do is become a web designer i actually teach it uh the need for co understanding coding is minimum but we you, what coding you do need to understand the basic html uh source coding and things of that nature you can learn quickly but most all platforms now allow for you to build from themes and building from themes allows you to do that but you need to learn how to propagate the website after you do it you need to learn how to streamline and be very uh attention to detail and all that stuff but you can learn that that's something you you can learn so uh becoming a web designer it's definitely one of the things that are is going to be out there is reskilling coding and a bunch of other things copywriting is always going to be there and we teach copywriting by the way uh but anyway write an ebook um 
if you have a skill or a knowledge about anything that is valuable, write an ebook. And now, here's the beautiful thing about ebooks. Ebooks can be used in a number of different ways. Normally, when I write an ebook, and I, I don't count my I don't count my ebooks in my uh, um, count of the books I've written. I, I put them down as informational guides, but they're ebooks. And the one thing that I love about them is the way you can use them. Most of the times, I I give them away as free downloads or very cheap, three dollars, four dollars, whatever. But what's on the inside is plenty of information and links to my more pricier packages and products and things of that nature. So you go in and you read this stuff. It teaches you what you need to know, and it's actually helpful. Uh, but at the same time, it's saying, okay, this is what you're learning. But if you want to go to the next level, you need to click this link. And then before you know it, you can produce uh, revenue that way. So it's it's about getting, getting information in front of people and then providing them with uh, relevant information. And I think the key in anything that you do online is going to be relevant. Are you providing relevant information, whether you're blogging, whether you're doing video blogs, which is another thing after writing in, but you can launch an e-commerce site, an e-commerce site. This is number six. E-commerce site is where you have something set up and you've got products to sell. Now, um, my favorite e-commerce uh, platform is Shopify. Um, I have my own e-commerce site on uh, one of my processing sites, which is Square. But I also have it duplicated on Shopify because Shopify does a lot of different promoting and collaborations and things like that. So you get more traffic on Shopify. But Shopify, you, if you've got books, if you've got clothes, uh, if you've got caps, whatever you're doing, if you got something, you want candles, whatever, all that stuff that's out there that we can be creative and create on our own. Um, you can get on there. You can even promote services. I have my services, my packages and everything on my Shopify site. So people go on there, they can, they can, and the beautiful thing is, is that it's there. So there are links. The more you share that site, the more the links accumulate and those links are out there. And as long as that site is active, those links, those links are live. So if you put the link in an article, that's another reason to blog because you can link to other things that you're promoting in the article and people will see that that highlighted word and wonder what it is and some people click on it and they go to it there are all these different ways that you can increase your revenue so uh an e-commerce site become a virtual assistant uh what that means is you are not in a person's space but you are assisting them with their operations in some form or fashion you may be scheduling appointments you may be organizing their day uh you may be uh pre-interviewing their clients or whatever uh but virtual assistants do a bunch of different things they set up they uh they can curate content they can organize they can create um outlines and everything you can imagine uh an assistant do anything a personal assistant does a virtual assistant does just not in person uh and more uh so that then you can sell used items man i did that for a long time back in like what 2011 2012 uh man what i would do is i would find stuff on sale uh selling at a unbelievably ridiculously low price or uh, things that i knew people were looking for at right at certain specific times and i would buy it in bulk and then go and sell it on eBay. 
Now, here's another thing that you can do, but you've got to be real careful with it on eBay and other sites that will allow you to sell at auction. And there are a number of other sites that will do this. You can go to places where you can buy. You can even buy on eBay and sell on eBay, but uh, you got to wait until stuff ships. What I like about Amazon is I can go to Amazon, look at the pricing and set up. a. And if you can't set up a business account on Amazon, because business pricing is different than personal pricing. So you set up an Amazon account, right? Then you go to eBay and you put the picture of what you're selling on eBay. And this is for people who don't have the capital to buy in bulk. Listen, I'm going to tell you, put the picture on eBay, then go and have them uh, pay you for it. You take the difference. That's your profit. I, I would tell you early on, reinvest whatever you can into your business for as long as you can until you solidify and anchor your business and give it a firm foundation. But what you're going to do is take the number, the amount of money it costs to buy the thing from Amazon and go buy it immediately after the fact, have it shipped, give them the shipping date and drop ship it directly from Amazon. So it goes directly from Amazon to them. But you, you, you put it as a gift. Why? Because they won't put the receipt in. So they won't know exactly what you paid for it. And then you ship it to them. And you didn't have to come up with any money to buy it. They paid for it. You went and got it for them, basically. That's the difference in that. And so that's one form of drop shipping. I'm going to tell you about another one in a few seconds. Okay. Uh, and matter of fact, drop shipping is number nine. Drop shipping is where basically you're selling products. And a lot of times these products are going to be from manufacturers overseas, whether it's uh, Qatar, whether it's uh, China, uh, Malaysia, uh, Indonesia, Bali, Pakistan, and Jakarta, uh, all of these different places um, that you can get manufacturing at a small, I mean, depending on dollars, well, most of the manufacturing have the vast predominance of America's goods are made in, in China uh small little nick now all that stuff like that but what happens is you just simply set up and you create a an account with a company that manufactures and they got drop shipping companies actually in the u.s so you got drop shipping companies in the u.s and what happens is or, or china whatever now the thing is with china you need to make sure your clients know it's going to be a delayed process because this stuff is being shipped predominantly shipped on vessels and that could be anywhere from two to three to four weeks depending on the route the vessel is taken and the port that it's going to arrive to clearing customs and all of this stuff that has to happen. And you'll learn about all of that. Uh, actually, this was easy for me because I knew about customs clearance and, and uh, sea shipments from doing repatriation and expatriation of executives because you have to send their household goods two ways. The, the most important and relevant stuff that they're going to need immediately, it goes in an air shipment. Their household goods and the stuff that they can wait on for a while goes on the sea shipment. And you know the sheet tracking, whether it's MERS, whether it's PO Ned Lloyd, all of those different things. They are, you know, that they have basic uh shipping routes and schedules, and you know basically after dealing with it for a while where it's coming from, how long it's gonna to take to get to the port it needs to get to in order for you to have it drop shipped to who you're gonna have it drop shipped to. But you need to be very aware of that. But what you do is in drop shipping, you create an inventory. Your inventory are the things that you're going to be selling that the manufacturer makes, but you're never going to keep the inventory. So you don't have to have a warehouse. You don't have to uh, come up with money up front to be able to buy the inventory. You're simply you're simply selling it 
And what happens is they're going to actually put your name on the label because you've got a uh, an account with them. So it's going to say that it's so-and-so-and-so's bikes, or so-and-so-and-so's caps or whatever, whatever your name of your business is. It's going to be your label, your logo, but it's coming from them and it's going to be drop shipped from them as if it was coming from you. It's called drop shipping. And you can do that. And another thing is white labels. White labels are what you see a lot of these people coming out with their own uh, nutritional supplements coming out with their own things of that nature. There are companies, food companies that literally create products, which, which are known as white label products, meaning that you come in, you tell them what kind of uh, nutritional product you want, what you want it to do, and they give you their particular proprietary blends and they allow you to license it through their white label licensing. And you put your name, your brand, your picture on it, and you say, Look, man, I've got this great protein shake. I got this great, and it's called white label. And if that's the thing you want to get into, you can get into that and you can have that done and you can ship it and sell it and promote it, do, do pop ups and all of that good stuff, but you promote it online. And then there is the big one, affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing, I love it. I did a lot of it. I still do it now because it's so easy because I have all these platforms that I can simply drop a link in, something that I've got, and that link is there. Somebody sees it. They see it. If they don't, they don't. But if they see it and they buy something, I get a commission. That's what affiliate marketing is. Affiliate marketing is getting paid to promote someone else's products or services. So, you know, uh, uh, Amazon has an affiliate marketing program and most of the big ones have have affiliate marketing programs. And you want to find the ones that play. There's another one called ClickBank. It's all digital products and it's all in areas that people are really excited about doing something with. And you can promote it. You sell it. You get a percentage of it. And then the real good ones have these upsell and downsell funnels. So basically, once somebody clicks your link, like, for instance, if you if you share a link on Amazon, Amazon uses cookies to track that that link in that customer. So if a customer clicks, I think uh, Amazon's uh, link track uh, on any particular affiliate goes 30 days. I could be wrong. It could be 30, 45 days, but no, I think it's 30. But what happens is you share a link to a product on Amazon. Somebody clicks the link. They go there, but they don't buy that product and they log off. Amazon tracks their IP address every time they log in. And if they buy anything, unless they use another affiliate's link, but if they buy anything by logging back into Amazon uh, within that 30-day period, you still get credit for the sale, even if it's not the link that it's not the product that they originally linked to. So that's one thing. But then you have other places that will do upsells and involve you in upsells. So say, for instance, you're selling... Uh, move a meal prep guy right and it's seven dollars and you you promote it and they buy it okay they do the meal prep guy then in the upsell there's a machine that allows them to do their meal preps and they buy that even though you didn't promote that because it came from your initial referral you get a percentage of that and then the next and it they'll tell you how many levels of the upsell you get involved in and so the, all of these different things are out there so there's no reason not to start and if you notice none of the things that i mentioned was my dream company or my dream job this isn't about starting your passion this is about funding it this is about creating revenue from things that work none of the things here were what i was doing my whole thing was i was going to help people change lives through my knowledge of psychology and um, 
other disciplines like neurolinguistics, programming, trans transformational vocabulary, embodied cognition, metacognition, and a bunch of other things that I've mastered to help people change their lives. That was my goal, but I had to get to a place where I could build that out, have enough stuff out there. It funded uh, me building my uh, my public uh, my publishing company. Uh, most of my books are published through my own publishing company. I've also published other authors, uh, both uh, both uh, fiction and nonfiction, uh, and I do that. I also teach people how to author and become it. But that publishing company was funded by me doing that and creating that. So I was able to fund my passion for writing and create a path where now I get paid. Through my publishing company, I get paid for the sale of my books. I get paid uh, a percentage of what I do in publishing other people's books. Uh, and I do real good publishing contracts and splits and royalties. And I give back ownership quicker than any other uh, publishing company out there. I know I'm not trying to own you and you know, rob you. I'm like, hey, look, let's pay for what we put into it and a certain percentage over that. And after that, it's yours. Do what you want to with it, or you can keep it and pay me a certain percentage to continue to promote it and distribute it. It's up to you. But all of this was done by funding this. And finally, my favorite, which is a bonus, number 11, freelance writing. I still do it because I love writing. But there are some platforms out there, Writer Excess, uh, Text Broker, Hire Writers, Constant Content, and others that will look Fiverr, uh, that will literally pay you to write content for someone else. I, ghost writing, I've written probably 40,000 articles, literally. Um, you know, now these aren't these grandiose articles. The average article that 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 uh, will be written on uh, social media, you go to a site, the average article is what? 700, 750 words. Uh, so I've written everything from 350 to 750 to 1,500 and sometimes more, uh, but it's all dependent on that. And I'm telling you that constant content, if you can get approved to get on there, they're, they're pretty uh, particular about uh, being your, your writing skills. But if you can get on there, um, I mean, I've sold articles on there for 500 bucks and I've made quite a bit of money just writing articles. Uh, for instance, uh, I tend to write, and I, another thing I love about constant content is you can inventory work. So you can just think, I want to write an article on something. And you can write it and submit it, and it will literally, we really, um, you can write it and you can put it in the inventory. And once you submit it, they're going to, have it edited to, to make sure it, it it meets their uh, standards and then they accept it. Now you can write for somebody, meaning somebody can come along and say, I want this and you can accept that assignment and write it. And when you when it gets approved, they pay. Or you can just write stuff based off of what people tend to like and what you tend to like to write about and put it in your inventory. And eventually someone comes and looks and, and uh, sees it and purchases it. I mean, I'm sitting up, you know, I'll be sitting up at any given moment and look up and an email notification pops up in the right of my computer and says, uh, you, you just sold an article, blah, blah, blah. And it'll tell you which article it is. And you get to set the price for your article. So on average, my thousand word articles to 1200 word articles was 150 bucks. It takes me to write 
a thousand word article, um, probably about 15 minutes. I can type over a hundred words per minute. So in 15 minutes, I, I do that. Now, obviously, if you got to research something and you got to do that, it's going to take you a little longer. And the more efficient you, the more you do it, the more efficient you become. So again, um, that is, uh, I think the last one, freelance writing. So I'm going to go ahead and leave it there. Uh, but there are so many different ways that you can be online making money. And that's why I created the seven day online business launch course, because it shows you step by step how to do this, how to set up a landing page, how to create a website. And here's the beautiful thing. A bunch of these things you're going to learn how to do are going to actually become other businesses. Once you do that website. Now, remember, you're creating multiple streams. This isn't a one time thing. Once you create that first one, you get it up and going and it's making money, create another one. And after doing that a few times, you're going to learn how to do a lot of this stuff that you can now charge people to do for them. That's the way I learned a lot of this stuff. I do websites. Myriad Business Solutions is all the things. Basically, I learned how to do setting my own self up and became efficient and effective at it. Now I do it for other people through Myriad Business Solutions, which, which is another one of my businesses. But it all started with pursuing this. And so I created this because that seven day online business launch course is simply the blueprint that I use to do all this stuff. All this stuff that I gave you, I've done it. And I've made money doing it or I wouldn't give it to you. So this isn't something I just went and got from somebody else and brought to you. I'm saying, hey, look, I'm over here doing this. Let me show you how you can do it. Let me tell you, there's no get rich quick scheme. There's no magic in it. But when you put in the work, it returns. That's the thing. So, again, if you really want to learn this, what I'm going to do is the link to the seven day online business launch course that will let you use any of these or others is in there. What I'm going to do is I'm going to personally onboard you, which means that a session that's normally $500 is going to be free to you. I'm going to sit down and schedule you before you start the course to get you set up. Then I'm going to schedule a session after the course to make sure you have everything understood and ready to go and get you going. And I'm going to stay with you until you get your first business up and actually get your first sale. That's the thing I'm going to promise you. So you're talking a lot of value in that i'm going to give you the blueprint i'm going to set you up before you take the blueprint so that you can have a context of everything you're going to encounter in taking this course and when you finish the course i'm going to come back and say okay what do you see what is it you want to do first step let's do this we're going to do everything that you need to do we're going to get you up and get you going and we're going to stay with you until you get your first sale and then after that, you should be able to do it over and over again. Any questions you have when you start the second phase of doing the next one, reach out. We got you. We're going to get you going. We're going to make sure you're successful. On that note, look, I'll say this. You are only going to be able to invest. I mean, you're only going to be able to get what you invest in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself, you're not going to get much in return. Matter of fact, you're going to end up having other people drain from you your resources and get enrich themselves off of you. So, look, as I always say, I'm going to live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I. OK, I think that's going to be it for today. Look, you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.